everybody in here good morning i am going to apologize hey <clears throat> what should we count thursday thursday friday saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday seven days seven days of being quarantined and kicking this thing and it fucking sucks what this thing is, I do not know. I will know later, but I will not know now. But this is no fun. I cannot stand being locked up in anything, anywhere, any place. Well, except one thing. Good morning. Is that Kaba? Kaba? This is uh, Kava. Sorry, whatever. This is uh, pre-show. Show before the show. <clears throat> whatever. So I have to start StreamYard, which means absolutely nothing to any of you guys. Uh, it, it appears, big shocker here, big announcement. So it appears at YouTube broadcast or the network broadcast. I don't want to say it was me. Oh, it probably was. You, because uh, that's what happens. <clears throat> More than once. But I don't think anybody's going to pop up here because YouTube is being... And let's just say, let's let's be very nice. They're censoring. How's that? Violating my First Amendment, which seems to be getting pretty commonplace. All of them, actually. Including yesterday. I don't really want to get into this, but I filled out a form. And I hate this. It's like when you... Uh, I mean, I don't know if I hate it, but I mean, just words are popping out. But I... I it, Puts me in a, a discomfortable, uncomfortable. What's the word? I should just say it. Because now I'm censoring myself. But I was filling out this form. And it said, you do understand that this information is going to be provided to and by a blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I do understand. I don't fucking know. Um, what does it mean? And then if you didn't click on it, then you couldn't continue, <laughs> which in my opinion is against my fifth amendment. I don't have to incriminate myself. And then if I don't comply, then I can't do what I was doing. I mean, does that, I'm not an attorney, but I mean, geez, really? I mean, if you do not, uh, you do not have to check in the box. Uh, that's Italian. This Italian Nazi. Was there any? No, no offense. God, you can't say nothing anymore. But, oh, you're a racist. Oh, my God. There's a. <laughs> here I go already. I, I came on here. I feel like shit. I feel really bad. I don't want any empathy or sympathy because I, I just don't. But I. 
<laughs> it's the socks. This fucking really sucks, man. I've been sick in my life quite a bit. I mean, not quite a bit. I mean, in the 57 span, that's a lot of time. Strep throat when I was a kid, once a month at least. Uh, I think I, I, I actually only got it once or twice after that. I think I built up a natural uh, immunity to it, which you really can't. I'm not a doctor again. I'm just saying my poor body went through... Uh, that and there's always different strains of whatever and it's just take that for what it's worth and <clears throat> i think my body actually kind of but i only got it a few times um and when i do get it i go to the doc and well what's wrong with you i answer up throat ah nah, i don't think you do i oh, don't. okay well you can do a throat culture and do whatever the fuck you want and sure enough Oh yeah, you got strep throat. Yeah, no shit. Can I can I get uh, some penicillin or something? Get the fuck out of here, please. Pretty please, party please. So I don't know. Anyway, but I got. Uh, I don't really know what I'm going to to do. Jeez, I can't even talk. Going to <clears throat> do. There is a shitstorm on LinkedIn though. <laughs> and, and I just may go through that a little bit because I just uh, and then I watched TV yesterday because I'm just bored off my gourd and I'm watching the news and press conferences and oh my god it's a it's a bad sci-fi movie it just wake me up Wake me up from this, please. Pretty please. Because I, common sense and logic is not being, and definitely politics are being used. It's just ridiculous. And I don't like politics at all. I don't like it. I don't have a dog in a fight. What's happening? Let's see. Who is this? Kava's not saying nothing. Okay, so good morning. Don't blame me. It's early. But uh, let's see. Let's get the show on the road here. I want to play. I'm waiting. Wait, it's not queued up yet because I am not awake. I definitely feel like a hot steaming pile of dog shit. Sorry. There's no better way to. There's no better way to explain it. <coughs> 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 congestion's going through the roof blah 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 i know my body i have been sleeping like rip van winkle and it's just a motherfucker okay so here we go uh edge of paradise edge oops Where are you, Margarita? There you are. This will probably play. I don't really want it to play yet, but it's going to play. Okay, there you go. So that's the song that we're going to open with. I do have permission 
for the material that I use, even though, again, YouTube and everybody else scrambles it up and can't understand none of it, which is really a shame. The one thing a musician wants to do, and actually this show or anybody doing a podcast, is they want people to hear it. But that fact, here we go, it's about the science. See, because the more people hear your shit, the more fans you get. <laughs> oh, no, we can't do that because it's copyrighted material and you just can't do that, which I still think. I was thinking about this. I miss my MP3 player so bad. So bad. And way back when they just decided, I don't know who they is, are, they are, whatever. You can't even talk. You a show? <laughs> yeah, it's me. When they decided all together to get rid of MP3 players, my gross... Soft Apple, uh, the platforms, uh, just uh, it's been nine years because I looked it up. <clears throat> well, I looked up the Zoom, and I'm not a huge Microsoft fan. Although my Microsoft computer's working better than this Apple, figure that one out. And that fucking thing's eight years old, <laughs> whatever. I was just looking up Zoom because I wanted to get the software because you can't even find software iTunes is um, violating my rights and telling me what I can and cannot listen to. So I'm not really crazy about that. As far as podcasts go, so I really don't want to use iTunes. And I don't even have an iPod to... I've heard iPods don't even sync up to them anymore. <clears throat> I don't know if that's true. But nine years ago, they got rid of the Zoom because I typed it in Google and then it went to Microsoft and then people were asking what happened to it. The guy was being really nice. Could have been a woman, but from tech support from Microsoft saying, even saying sorry, but we don't support the product anymore. And I have one or two laying around, but they don't work. Batteries are dead. But I miss when I could just pick up my iPod, listen to what I want to listen to, and push play. Oh my God. Wow. Ingenious. But no, no, we can't do we can't do that anymore. No, 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 no. Alright, is that enough bitching? It's Wednesday. Hump day. I apologize for my voice. I will work on it as much as I can. I can't do anything about the nasally crap because I'm sick. So. There you go. All right, so let's let's get this thing going. Let's start the show. Are you ready? Are you ready, comrade? Listen, don't just do this, do that. You don't have to listen to the show, but you better listen to the show. Are we going to come round you up? No, 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 I'm sorry. We are going to tell you that everything will be just fine. And although you are not listening to the original Red Pill show, we are going to come get you and we are going to re-educate you and make you listen to the show. Because he is right. Not about being right, but still, it's about waking you up. So, 
Don't be surprised if I'm knocking on your door. We come get you and you're going to sit and listen to this show. Would you push? Would you play, please? Oh, my God. Play. The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Feel the love, we fall. Never die. 
All right, good morning. Welcome to another exciting episode. That was Margarita Monet, David Bates, and the rest of the band, Edge of Paradise. Digital Paradise is the album. <clears throat> Sorry. I just want to say that because I always forget to say who, what artist is playing what, and I say I support them, which I do, and I never do. So there you go. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is a Wednesday. It's a hump day. August 11th, 2021. And I hope this year gets over sooner than later. Of course, I don't really know what difference it's going to make, but I, I can't wait. I don't know about you. I don't know if the shit. 2020 was enough. 2021 ain't any butter. Trying to make it as best as I can. So let's bring on 2022. Okay. How about today's just New Year's Eve? How's that? Get this shit over with. So today is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. This show is for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use it at your own risk. Show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent. Or you can just ask if you can even hear it. And it's not censored or blocked or deplatformed or whatever. Here we go again. God forbid you put shit out there just to make people make their own decision or help them, I should say. Not make them, help, uh, inspire them, motivate them. Is that better? Finally, the show's opinionated, uh, but not for long. No, no, no. You say something that somebody doesn't want you to say. How dare you? How dare you think out of the box? No, you. are fighting your programming does that really air your breathing hmm? how dare you think for yourself not to mention go against people whomever they are the experts family whatever fit authority figures <clears throat> Sorry. Wish I had a mic button. Anyway, this show is opinionated. There's a whole freaking thing about this, okay? I didn't swear <laughs> for once. This show is opinionated, the hosts especially. Callers, 815-290-0912. You want to order a pizza? Come on, I'll only take a Bitcoin. The host especially callers 815-290-0912. Guests, people that are naughty in the chat room, co-hosts, owners of the network, whoever they are, are and always will be opinionated. That's the whole point. We still have a resemblance of our First Amendment. 
don't we? Or do we? Am I wrong? I don't know. It sure don't seem that way. I remember back in the day. Here we go. The rant. rant. <clears throat> I remember back in the day that the internet was totally uh, autonomous. You had an anonymity. You didn't have to sign on to this shit. Maybe America Online because it was software-based for the most part. Off your hard drive. On your hard drive. Prodigy. <laughs> There's another dial-up. Uh, uh, There's a lot. And then that was it. But man, you can't do nothing now. Unless they make sure it's you on the internet. Doing whatever you're doing, doing naughty things like making people think and expressing your opinion. Oh, no, 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 cannot do that. But why, why fight it? Because every time you went to grade school and through your education and college and whatever, anytime you disagreed with somebody, you got it shoved right up your ass anyway. So, I mean. It's just, it's not even that way anymore. These people have figured a way out to not directly attack you, but just to reverse engineer you and, or the situation. Well, they're working on reverse engineering us too, I'm sure, but reverse engineering the situation and then they flip it. And then it's the fourth derivative. So whatever I was told that. I was told that, <laughs> so, uh, and, and it seems to be coming true. If you've paid attention to behavior and situations, they don't just come right at you. They identify what the conflict or problem is or situation, instead of just going at you like we're told to do. It's kind of like this, and I don't, I don't agree with this at all, but it's my example. You get in a fight. Okay, of course, it's dukes up. doesn't matter, male, female, whatever. And you just pound the piss out of each other to the better fighter wins, right? Well, no, that's not what they do anymore. They come at you and they poke you and you put your dukes up and they back off and then they analyze you and go, oh, okay, well, we don't want this because it's going to be obvious what we're doing, which is get into a fight. So we're just going to analyze you, look at your style of fighting and okay, now we know what you're going to do, how you're going to react. And then we just back off and unravel the situation and reverse engineer it. And essentially they uh, back off and then they come around you from behind and then they beat your ass. And then you don't even know what's going on. It, it's more of like a sociopath, in my opinion. Coward or cowards. Anyway, the show's opinionated. YouTube ain't going to like that one. Just like them. Oh, you said something we don't like. Click. <laughs> Click. One strike, two strike, a one, a two, a three, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.
This ain't really how I want to learn my numbers count. Cheryl's opinionated, opinionated the host, especially college guests, whatever, are opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice? If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person in his... A lot of good dad's going to do you, though. Sorry. I'm really sarcastic today. <laughs> My head's spinning. Can I get through this? If you're seeking professional advice, don't look here. You should hire a, par a person if required with a light. What do I say? Opinion should never be taken advice if you're seeking professional advice. We strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Okay, there. I got through it. If I would just shut the fuck up and just talk. Quit interrupting myself. Things would be just much better, wouldn't it? Where's all the rebels? Where's all the fuck off people? I cannot believe. I just cannot believe what I'm seeing. And that takes a lot for me to get to that point where we're at right now. Good morning. How's it? Sorry, I didn't send when I first greeted you. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Shout time, lol. Shout time. I don't know. Am I shouting? I'm sorry. I don't like. Um, that's a whole subject too. Well, you yelled it at me. Uh, no, I didn't. I was probably a little assertive. Believe me, when I yell, I fucking yell. I and I don't. I haven't yelled. Oh my god! Probably since my divorce, so five and a half, six years ago. Which I, I don't wish on anybody, but in any case, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like yelling. I played football since I was a little kid, and I don't know how it is today, but your football coaches yelled at you if you fucked up. They yelled at you, Parsons, go take a lap. Shut the fuck up. They didn't swear, but still, I'm really exaggerating there, but. Go take a lap. Shut up or whatever. You're not playing on Saturday. Say that to a little kid. Seven years old. Crying, running fucking laps. Assholes. But you know what? I'm going to say this. Okay. I'm totally, I'm totally kidding. I'm not kidding about the story. But I'm going to tell you something. Being a kid at that age. From not a very good home. Now I'm going to blame my parents for my character defects. Why not? They know all this anyway, so it's like, whatever. Uh, it's no big secret. And uh, my mom wrote a book on it. So it's all public information. So, But I, I don't want to, man, see what I have to say to explain what I'm trying to say? Oh, you're a real asshole. Well, you know what? Uh, yeah, I mean, it can be. I mean, who can't be? But, but I'm going to tell you something. Being a seven-year-old kid and getting yelled at by grown adults because I'm there to play football and my parents are paying for this shit. And I rode my bicycle. Here we go. Oh, boo hoo. From Streamwood to Hanover Park, I rode my bicycle to football practice after school to get treated like that. Now, I played for five years. 
six, actually. Ages seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, seven years. And I couldn't play, I couldn't advance anymore because when I got to junior high, the first thing the football coach says, oh man, you're too small. Oh, gee, thanks. I'm glad Walter Payton fucking, you know, didn't listen to assholes like you or, uh, uh, what's his name? I can't think. The running back for the Detroit Lions, Barry Sanders, little fucker. You know, really? But I will say this, my tenacity, my confidence, I guess, my um, perseverance, actually, is the best word, was built on the foundation of playing peewee football when I was a kid, although they were all a bunch of fucking assholes. But but they didn't mean to be. They're coaches. It ain't a fucking picnic. It's football. You want to play football, you're going to learn how to play football. And they were not nice people. Oh, my God. Like I said, I don't know how organized sports are now, but I'll guarantee you, you yell one time at a kid, you're going to hear it from the parents. Now, there are some instances, and I can't stand this. I have my boundaries, and I've been riding motocross since I was 13 because I want a motorcycle, and it's just what God wanted me to do. <laughs> so, and I still ride to this day. But my son, as soon as he popped out of my wife or whatever, you know, I'm sorry, I was there through the whole thing. I held her hand, gave her Demerol drip because she couldn't take it because he didn't want to come out. And then he popped out and I said, I'm buying him a motorcycle. And I, and I did. And he's been riding since he was three years old. So when you go to the organized motocross tracks and races, you have these, and I'm not going to say moms. And when moms yell at their kids, it's just different when a mom, well, it's way different when a mom yells at you. Number one, your mom yells at you, you're deep shit. Timothy, I would rather have my dad yell at me and beat the shit out of me than my mom yell at me. What about you? But when moms would yell at little kids, and I mean little kids, 50cc motorcycles, five years old, four, five, six years old, trying to learn and pilot a motocross bike on dirt or sand or mud or whatever, when moms would yell, it would be more words of encouragement. Now, when dads would do it, and see, this is the whole transfer of you were raised um, not in the best way. I wasn't raised in the best way. I was just, use me. I got yelled at all the time, usually when he was drunker than fuck. My dad's been sober for over 35 years. Okay, so I'm not going to make this about, again, all public information. My mom wrote a book about it. She's writing another book, actually, and asked me for, uh, asked me to um, contribute, which I always do. Of course. Of course I do. But at the motocross tracks, 
You got the dads there yelling at their little fucking kids to go faster, do this, do that. What's wrong with you? Shift, break, blah, blah. I mean, yelling, screaming at the top of their lungs. And it really, really pissed me off. I never said anything to any of them. I didn't want to get engaged into that. But I did want to go up to him and say, you know what? If you know so much, why don't you get your ass on that fucking bike and then ride it and show them how to ride it? And then when you're not riding it, I'm going to yell at you like you're yelling at your kid. I can't tell you how many times, and I witnessed it. One kid had all the talent in the world, and his dad was so hard on him that he just gave up. Because there's a point where that type of discipline, it's not even discipline, it's abuse, actually. But let's just call it discipline. Because the person that's doing it, I'm going to give them a break. They don't know any better because that's the way they were treated. So, well, I, I turned out pretty good. Look at me. I got kids. I got a job, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to be a dick too. Okay. So they yell at their kids because they don't know any better, which, which might be a good segue into something here <laughs> because... I cannot believe that we, 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 this isn't you. This isn't I, this is we. We don't know any better, really. You don't know any better when you're yelling at your kid, probably crying his eyes out underneath that helmet and goggles, little innocent kid that just wants to have fun riding a motocross bike. And you want him to be a motocross, the next motocross superstar living your dream through your fucking kid because you're too fat or an asshole or whatever because you didn't become a, a motocross star. So you're going to make damn sure your kid does by beating him to submission mentally or whatever ballerina. I mean, I never witnessed that, but I don't I, I agree being hard to a point. But not like the military breaking you down in total submission so you comply. That's mental warfare. That's mental abuse. That's sick, psychopathic, close to sociopathic, but they're not that brazen. They're much more uh, hidden in their tactics. You won't see it coming much more latent than what they do. But regardless, what you're trying to do, I sound like I'm in puberty again. I got to watch my phone. <laughs> what they're trying to do is to break you. And, you know, this just popped into my head. I love the Rocky movies. And this is, I, this just popped into my head. This is what I think is going on. So Rocky trained, Mick trained him to a point. Just trained him and trained him. Guy was nothing. Beat Apollo. Well, he got his ass beat by Mr. T. Yeah, this is all movies. It doesn't so so what? It's the message that's in the movies, and a lot of people don't even pick anything up. Like, oh, it was okay. Okay. 
Oh, there's a movie called Jolt I just watched last night with Kate's, Kate Beckinsdale, who's hot as shit. And wow, <laughs> really fucking pretty cool movie. Anyway, right from the get-go, it's a good movie. Uh, it's kind of child abuse-ish with uh, foster home stuff. I don't like that. Not sexually or nothing, just it's it mentally again. It's like, it seems to be the norm here. Fuck with everybody mentally. <clears throat> so Rocky got his ass beat by Mr. T. So badly and so much so that he was scared to death of him. Totally beaten into submission. Physically and mentally. But he persevered. He thought about it. He fought his fears. He trained. He broke through it. And, uh, he won. Uh, pretty rare. Usually when you get your ass beat physically, mentally, and everything of the kind, you're not coming back. It's like, just please help me get through this. Or you're so apathetic. You just don't deal with it. Those are the true warriors and heroes that persevere and break through that crap, regardless of the obstacle people and situation. Because everybody's afraid to lose what they have. They're afraid to lose their friends. I don't want to sound like a callous asshole here. I'm just telling you. They don't want to lose their livelihood. They don't want to lose their car. Their nice stuff, their purses, their shoes. I only bring that up because of my ex. Sorry. Uh, motorcycles, guitars. Just don't want to lose it. So you comply. Regardless if it's right or not. But the people that are putting the pressure on you to comply have some type of narrative or agenda. And, and what's going on right now is exactly what's going on right now. And there's very few Rockies that are going to get up and look and go, no. And say, no. Nobody's saying no. I mean, there are some people. Don't get me wrong. They're saying no. And it just all goes back to principles and basic morals and the Constitution, basically. Because I'm sure the founding fathers weren't dumb enough not to include exceptions. But our Constitution just getting walked all over. And it's sad. It's sad. And people are letting it happen. I just can't I just can't believe people are letting this happen out of fear. Because you got your ass beat by Mr. T. That's that's sad. That's really sad. I, I thought there's a lot more warriors than that. And it's not a physical it's not a physical, it's a metaphysical battle. Because once your spirit and your mind succumb to this, your your body follows, so you're not gonna do nothing. But I don't expect everybody to get up and kick ass and go beating hell out of everybody either. You just say no. 
don't comply. Don't be submissive. Because once you do that, you give a part of yourself away. And if how many pieces are you going to give away of yourself? For whatever. Whether it's a fucked up relationship, fucked up friendship, fucked up job, um, fucked up state. <laughs> Plenty of them. It's just fucked up stuff. Everybody just, well, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I don't know, but. I can tell you that if you do nothing, nothing's going to happen. If you're just going to sit here and let it happen to you, then that's what you're going to get. I, I cannot tell you the challenges and the shit that I've been through. And one thing I never did is I never, and I never will, give up. It's like Drago, oh, fucking Rocky again. Drago's like, I must break you. And he does. He beat shit out of Rocky. He's like, go for it. Go for it. There's no way in hell he should have won. But he did. When the odds are against you, I cannot tell you how many times I've been told, you can't do that. You're too young. You're too old. You're too small. You're too muscular. You're too this. You're too that. You're too smart. You're too dumb. You don't have enough money. You got too much money. Your wife's beautiful. Your family's beautiful. I don't know how that's a negative. That's more jealousy. Oh my God, that's a whole thing too. Poor, and and I don't want to feel sorry for him. Just sharing my emotions. I follow Wolfgang Van Halen on Twitter. And that poor guy, and he's handling it so well. Oh, you're just riding on your daddy's coattails and blah, 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 blah. And he made some comment about, he thinks... I don't want to put words in his mouth. He just doesn't here. I'll be very vague. He doesn't agree with background tracks in live concerts when bands do that. And I agree. If I want to listen to a recording, I'll buy the fucking album. But if I'm paying to see somebody live, I want to see them live. And oh my God, I got all kinds of shit for that. Oh, yeah, like you don't use background, you know, who's singing your background? It's like, well, let me introduce you to my drummer, my bass player, and my keyboardist, whoever the fuck else is in the band. Guitar player. I don't think he has keyboards. It is off the charts. With people being jealous and fearful and resentful and don't want you. to rise above and obtain your dreams and goals. I experienced it. I saw it. I did it. I was destroyed from within with some help from some outside influences. And, (coughs) excuse me, and people look at me and they go, are you kidding me? 
I'm like, look, man, I don't even want to tell you the story because nobody ever believes it. Oh, well, you had to do something. Uh, no, all I did was bust my ass, trust the people around me, trust a woman of, of, of a relationship for 30 years. 27 of those were married, raised two kids, started a successful company and ran it for 20 years, employed people that most of them made six figures a year in. And all I did was I was destroyed. I got my ass beat by, by, uh, well, by Rocky, but, but uh, by Mr. T. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did. I was annihilated. But somebody you spend that much time with in your life and your trust and marriage vows, and somebody actually says right to your face, I'm going to destroy you. I am not kidding. How do you like that one? But at least she had the balls to say it, <laughs> I guess, and carried it out. She mission accomplished. All based on lies and switching of loyalty to other men or a man and I was replaced all because of words and happenstance with no proof whatsoever. Once a woman and probably a guy, but once a woman gets it in her head that you fucked around on her, you're fucking toast. There's nothing that's going to change that. <clears throat> so whatever. And now I'm trying to recover from that after five and a half years because it totally decimated me financially. But am I giving up? Nah, I don't really fucking care. What's up, Caps? Caps, K-A-P-Z. For once in uh, for once on um, in a show, I have uh, kept the chat <laughs> chat room open. So the whole point. This isn't about me, though. This is about adversity and perseverance and getting smoke blown up your ass and things being reverse engineered. How is everyone? I don't know. And nobody's really talking. You're going to listen to my horse shit right now. I think, I don't know. You're from the UK, England. Oh, okay. So how are things over there? Is it all, is it how they say and everything's locked down and pretty much Nazi Germany all over again? You can't do shit or what? What's going on over there? Is it is it all locked down? Because it's what I keep hearing. There in Australia, it's horrible. I don't know, man. I mean, they're trying to get people the jab, but we, but we aren't locked down no more. Oh, okay. But what about, I saw this on, uh, boom bust yesterday. They had a reporter, Ben, somebody in Italy over in Europe. I know that's not, you're not in Italy, but you're in Europe. So I mean, but right. But, 
There's something called a green pass. That's what that's what he kept saying. And the one thing that that he was even shocked with, this reporter Ben from the United States, you have to prove you got the jab. Um, or you have to prove that you've had COVID-19 and you built up the antibodies naturally. Which, what's wrong with that? But not even in America will they do that. So this is fucking ridiculous, man. I mean, COVID passport. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm glad you're calling it the jab. I did a whole show for almost four hours just playing stuff for people to make up their own mind. And I can't even broadcast on YouTube now because I'm just throwing shit out there for you to decide. Yeah, well, in my opinion, it's not a vaccination. Not for me. If, if it is for other people, that's fine. It's not the same technology that... Uh, it's a whole different technology. I'm just going to say that. It's not... And Joe Rogan even said it, you know, back when you got a vaccination for polio, you got the vaccination and you were good. Mm, okay. Yeah, great. Because they used the traditional technology for vaccinations. This is not that. So how could people, and they're really backpedaling on this one, how can people that have been vaccinated get sick and then while well, it's a variant okay well here lies in that <laughs> so if it's always going to mutate like the flu and the cold and all this other crap which you can't find a cure for the common cold then you're always going to continue to be sick right or no i mean is that ridiculous to say and it's a question i mean that's where the common sense comes in so because now they're saying oh it's just one and then it's two and now it's three and now you need a booster and that and it's going to be four, five, six, seven, and eight. So I don't know. I mean, how many shots are you going to take? I, I just rather take my chances, man. And be smart about it and let my body build up natural immunity to it like we're supposed to do. And uh, what's the problem? But the big problem is, and I don't want to get into it, is this has been politicized. And I wanted to bring up a post on LinkedIn in the Wall Street Journal. I should just read it because I don't want to put words in her mouth, but they asked or they said you should be careful before you ask employees or future hirees or whatever in interviews whether you had the vaccination or not. And oh my God. Oh, wow. Pandora's box. Here comes everybody right at you. What's up, Bronze? Bronze 2001. What's up? Good morning. Controlling wankers. <laughs> Are you a Doctor Who fan? I love that show. I love... And then the new... The, well, I don't know if she's new, but the doctor. She's pretty good. I love Tom Baker... For sure. 
that David guy in the newer ones, he's pretty cool. Um, did they ever bring K9 back? I don't know. I never saw it. I know they brought the fucking Daleks back. They always do. I love that show, though. I love, there's a lot of culture that I love from over there for TV shows. You're bored. So am I, dude. <laughs> so am I. I am sick of uh, this cold or whatever I got. And I'm going to go to the doc today because it's been seven days. It's no. But yeah, I but I am being responsible and being a good human and quarantining myself just in case. Because I don't run to the doctor when I got a sniffle. But today's different because it's been a week and uh, that's enough. So I'm just going to go find out what the fuck it is. Um, and it's day seven being quarantined. So there you go. I'm bored too. I don't know what that says about you coming on. <laughs> coming on. I'm bored. I'm going to listen to the original Red Pill show. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Hey, Dar uh, Darren. All right. So I don't know what's going on. With uh, YouTube. Hello, Pamela. You gave me, I gave you guys on an ice cream on Dive. What's that? Out of lockdown today, city still is. And I'll. I feel horrible. Uh, YouTube won't let let me um or this network. I don't I don't know. I sign into StreamYard and it would not YouTube block the show. Which actually I'm gonna call I'm not gonna call. I'm gonna text Scarlett and tell her that because I'm just gonna say this. If it was because of my show, I am not gonna stop or prevent or hinder people from doing their own thing because of me i won't do that i will just gracefully bow out and just continue to do it on platforms that let you speak and make you think and that's it that's it how else are you going to learn what the right path to take is if you don't get all the information that you can objectively and look at all the facts and then use your gut and decide what you need to do? I mean, you want some instances? How about proposing to a woman to get married? How about starting a business? How about moving out of state? You know what people told me not to move to Florida? Oh, what are you moving there for? Blah, 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 blah. Really? <laughs> okay. Let alone Colorado. You have to get all the facts. And that's, here we go with the science crap. I suddenly want to make a law that you can't, I don't know exactly what I said. You can't disregard science. And if you do, you could get criminally charged for it. Really? 
and somebody made a good point. Science, there were certain remedies or hypotheses that were proven, I guess, to work that didn't work at all. <laughs> so is so science is set in stone in laws to be true or should we be going by universal laws not made by man whatever those are see i don't know this is this, this is things you need to decide for yourself quite personally if you know it to be true There's some things that are figured out metaphysically without substance or physical proof. And if it is, depending on what it is, you're not going to find out about it anyway. This whole horse shit, again, I don't want to beat it with a dead horse again, but I have to use examples that are going on right now. That if they pound electric cars up our ass and they're already going to tax you to drive your vehicle per mile if this whole infrastructure thing passes, which it passed the Senate and it's going to go to the House, half a billion dollars, which is half of what they wanted, but they're going to go after the other half somehow, some way. And there's upgrades for the electrical grid. It's like the electrical grid, in my opinion, is old, outdated, and is under capacity now. And you're going to make people buy a fucking electric car to overload a electrical system that's already overloaded. Not to mention, I don't care what anybody says. I've been playing with engines and gasoline and electric shit since I was a kid. And I made a career out of it, a professional career. Not out of gas engines and shit, but out of electric stuff, electromechanical, air conditioning, refrigeration, transfer of heat, blah, blah, blah. For 38 years. I think I know a little bit. And the more green they make this stuff the less it works and the less reliable it is and the more expensive it is. And the poor manufacturers, if they don't meet the standards that are written by the government, they can't sell their equipment. And I don't care what anybody says. I have an R6 Yamaha motorcycle. And I don't give a flying fuck what you have is an electric motorcycle. Not to mention I have a Concourse 1400 that'll blow the R6 away at least up to the first 100 miles an hour or more. I don't care what electrical motorcycle you have. 
it's inferior to these motorcycles. And it always will be. And if you want to have a race or which one's better, let's see who gets across the country first. Because you're going to run out of batteries. Electric heat, electric anything is not as, as efficient as internal combustion engines when it comes to doing work. So here, here's a prediction, okay? <laughs> here's a prediction. Because China's taking all of our shit anyway, okay? If you think China is going to go all electric to save the planet from global warming and emissions, you're an idiot. So when we do, to set an example, they're not. So they are going to overtake all manufacturing, all industrialized stuff, because they're going to do it in the most efficient way to keep price, prices down and we'll be cooked. We cannot compete against an unlevel playing field. It's going to happen. And then we're really screwed. And then all of our transfer of wealth and jobs are going over to China. So they can make allegedly make more bio weapons uh, and accidentally let them out and spread this fucking thing across the world when they hardly have any human rights to begin with. And I'm not saying the people of China, I'm saying the government. I don't know why nobody, I don't know why nobody focuses on that. When people treat their own people like shit and suppress them and keep them down in compliance, kind of like how I started the show. And we do business with them. Why didn't we do business with Hitler when he was in charge? I mean, that makes perfect sense. It's a business decision. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. So we make Hitler richer beyond his dreams. And he was so close to coming up with nuclear weapon technology. If he had more money and more resources, because you can do anything with money, let's face it. Like I'll, I'll give the first, first person that comes out with a nuclear bomb a million dollars or whatever. <laughs> and he wouldn't care. He would... He would have been successful. Because we transferred our wealth to Germany at a time when a totally maniacal psychopath was trying to take over the world. I don't see the difference. Fast forward to today, 30, 40 years ago, and we all just started transferring our wealth in jobs, in livelihood to a third world country that doesn't respect its citizens and 
doesn't really care about human rights from anybody. And then you wonder why. See, so I, don't, I don't get it. Why, why, why don't they point the finger at the people that are accountable for this, not the victims? Why are the fingers pointed at us? And then if you say something, you're a racist. One thing I have learned through this whole thing, if we did go back to World War II and we were in Germany, now I know the people that would let Hitler get away with what he did because that's all we kept hearing. Oh, how horrible. That'll never happen again. The Nuremberg Code. That'll never happen again. Uh, really? In my observation, it's 50-50 right now. Half of you would let him do what he did and he would have became successful and half of you are fighting him. That's just what I see. And that is just so disappointing. It's just a different set of characters, cast of characters, and a different way of doing it and reverse engineered and it's not coming directly at you. It's all mental warfare. I didn't do anything. Why why am I suffering for this crap? And I can't work and everything's locked down and um I got a scarlet letter because I don't think masks work. Of course unless you know you're infected, then you should isolate yourself and do the right thing. But it says right on the box in some of them that this mask will not stop the transmission of blah, 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 blah. But you're not wearing a mask. You're an asshole. You're a killer. You're Hitler himself. I'm like, really? Huh. Interesting. But where did I get it from if I got it? How did this whole thing start? Where's the investigation and the intrinsic law enforcement, whether it's domestic or international code, where this thing started from? I'm not getting to the bottom of it. But that doesn't matter. seems to me that it does because the wrong people are getting blamed for it and it's dividing this country again again and again and we keep getting divided president biden said this is the united states of america i disagree it's the divided states of america pretty much 50 50 But for some reason, there's just some apathetic thinking. Oh, well, this is the way it is, and this is what we're told, and trust the experts. And, uh, you know, I, I turned 60, and I can have a party, and fuck all the social distancing crap because I'm the king of Rome, and fuck you peasants. I mean, really? <laughs> it It doesn't make any sense. True leaders set an example. 
It's like if you don't want to burn fossil fuels or you think it's causing global warming, then go sell your car and go buy a Tesla. Now, don't talk about it. Don't tell other people that's what they got to do. Quit flying on airplanes. Drive your Tesla to Washington, D.C. to do your job. It's going to take you 10 days, but you know what? And have a long extension cord. Buy an electric mower for your yard. I mean, you have to set examples if you're going to be a true leader. Don't sit there, let them eat cake. But they're starving. There's no bread. Oh, hmm. Well, let them eat cake. Huh. Well, you're supposed to wear a mask when you have a party. You're supposed to social distancing. You should be driving an electric car. Uh, let them eat cake. You don't create, create innovation by taxing the shit out of people or making a proven technology that's been used for over a hundred years and start taxing it to make it expensive to use <coughs> to force people to do something that you want them to do. You don't do it that way. You say, here's the problem. There's a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of smart people here. Here's the problem with facts and science, not assumptions. This is what we need to do by this date. Can you all help us out? Figure this shit out. Oh, no, we'll just tax it or blah, 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 and all this kind of crap. That ain't going to do anything. How do you generate electrical power? Uh, burning coal, nuclear, hydro. What happens when one nuclear power plant melts down? You think they're going to leave all of the rest of them on? And then what do you do with all the nuclear waste? It's just like taking a balloon. I tried explaining this to my customers. Well, we're going to cut preventative maintenance and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Okay, just take a kid's balloon that looks like a hot dog or whatever. A long, what's the word? Elogated or whatever. Just a long freaking balloon that you make dogs and shit out of. You know, you twist them and, oh, there's a dog. Take that balloon. Okay, we're going to save money. We're going to... Save money by getting rid of preventative maintenance. Okay, so now just grab one end of the balloon and you just save that money. So where did the air go? It didn't disappear. You just squeeze the shit out of the balloon and the air went to the other part of the balloon. Well, we need to save more money. Okay, grab it again, grab it again and again and again until eventually the fucking balloon pops. There's no shortcuts in this. We keep squeezing the balloon thinking it's going to change. 
it's going to change and it's going to get worse and worse and worse and it's going to pop. Well, what happened? Uh, all the experts say uh, if we did this, everything would be fine. Yeah. 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 Have it on your conscience when there's a hurricane coming here in Florida and 90% of the people have electric cars and they're stuck because they can't evacuate and every single car is dead because it's sitting there waiting and gasoline's 10 bucks a gallon because you shouldn't be driving a carbon fossil fuel vehicle because you're destroying the planet. I hope you can live with that on your conscience. You're just squeezing the balloon. You're not, you're not. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. Management 101, when I went to school, you have to decide, is it a problem or a symptom? We are not identifying any problems. They're all symptoms. And all we're going to do is think that they're problems when they're really symptoms and then come up with new solutions to the perceived problems, which are only symptoms and create a whole new set of, for sure, problems when we were treating the problems originally with symptoms. That's why you just, why is it so hard to go on there and go, okay, we need the best and brightest, keep politics out of it. We need the best, brightest, smartest people to brainstorm. Here are the facts and the facts can be discussed, but here's the facts. We need solutions. But no, I no, I, no, you're you're an asshole for driving your car. You're an asshole for exercising your rights. It's all your fault. You're destroying the planet. You're horrible. You eat meat. What's wrong with you? You think out of the box. I don't know. Hour and 15 minutes. I didn't even bring up the LinkedIn thing. What time is it? 7-11. I, I just cannot believe how divided we all are. And then you bring up a point or a fact, and then you're called names. You're called names. You're labeled. Oh, you're a racist. Really? <laughs> that is just such a demeaning, basic kindergarten. Well, you're poopy pants. Oh, that, that really, geez, that, yeah, you know what? We just solved world peace. You call me poopy pants. Wow. Aren't we just wonderful human beings that love each other? In the United States of America. 
Give me a fucking break. You call something out. We're told we can't do this. But then you just let people stroll in here and then ship them across the country. And then you might decide to test them when we can't even go to the fucking store or the gym. And if you do, you're an asshole. I mean, come on. How's that racist? I, 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 there's so many analogies I try to think of and they just never make any sense because then it's just responded with name calling. I'm going to get the best security system on the planet and I'm going to keep the front door locked and I'm going to have cameras and I'm even going to have a 50 cal up there in case somebody comes in here and they're going to get shot. Okay. But I'm going to leave the back door open for my friends. Are you fucking insane? I don't get it. I know it's got to be me. It's got to be me. I just don't get it. And then if you're called out, you're called names. White supremacist. Woman hater. I don't know. Y'all better figure it out for yourself. So I'm going to tell you, don't waste your time time trying to change other people because this is not going to happen and the ones that are being told how to think and say and perceive uh are not truly free they're not truly free you need to listen to yourself to god to reasonable discussions and our problems need to be thrown on the table by people that are innovative and not even, I can promise you, you got a bunch of rich people that are self-made and entrepreneurs. And our leaders sat them down and said, these are, need to address, but there's one caveat. You have to do it for free. I can promise you that probably all of them would say, yes, I won't charge you one dime. I would, I, I wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah, sure. We have to solve this problem. Let's do it. I don't want money for it. And I think that's an illusion with people that they think that business owners and entrepreneurs all do it for the money. Uh, I will disagree with that. Not the true ones that really did it for passion and lived their dreams. I don't think their goal was to acquire as much money as they can in their bank account. I'm not saying there isn't ones, but I'm saying for the most part, no. That's not the true entrepreneurial spirit. I didn't do it for the money. The money was a reward for doing what I did. But this whole problem solving and leadership crap, and then the people that you do appoint to solve these problems, they have an agenda. They don't want to fix the problems. It seems to me they want to exacerbate them. They want to make them worse. They want to make them continue. And that doesn't do anything either.
So I think you you should you should I should think long and hard and look at this stuff and just say why why aren't we working together in fixing these problems with universal law, God, a power greater than yourself, and for the benefit of all people, not just some. I don't know why that's so hard, but we're not doing it. It's all selfish, greed, power, compliance, getting your ass beat by Mr. T and Drago. And those are your, those are your problem solvers. How, and I'm going to end the show. How are you going to beat Drago? How are you going to beat Mr. T? You're not, you're not, you're not, you can't. You're going to get your ass beat again and again and again. We'll tell Rocky that. There's not enough Rockies. That's it. There's just not enough. Well, how do we do this? I don't know. It's a mental. Watch that movie. Watch the one. When Mr. T just beats the shit out of him. And what he goes through, which was nothing more than a mental choice. That's it. But I'm not getting my ass beat. I don't give a shit who it is. So I'm going to go to it, it, even if it's YouTube. Whatever. I don't really fucking care. I forgot to, I forgot to text Scarlett. I'm going to do it right now. Sorry. Hang on. Or I'll forget. Uh, let's see here. YouTube. I'll be nice. YouTube. Oh, I don't know how to spell. YouTube. Broadcast today. Okay, that's it. Just make up your own mind. That's it. Be a leader. Your your destiny lies in your hands, not somebody else. We got we got to work together, man. This is just crazy. This is insanity. This is by definition insanity. We've been down this road before. We've done all this shit before. And the definition of insanity is repeating the same mistakes, expecting different results. We've done all this already. We've had experimental crap on people. And it was made perfectly clear. You cannot do that again. I don't care if it was a time of war, tribunal, military court. I don't give a flying fuck. It's about free people. Definitely learn the Nuremberg Code and every 10 laws or stipulations that are in it. Right off the bat, the first one is being violated. If you are happy with that, good luck. I'm not. Experimental. What part of experimental don't you understand? Oh, you're racist. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Grow up. Think for yourself. Because Mr. T's kicking your fucking ass 
again and again and again and again. Wake up and fight for yourself. Fight Mr. T. Fight him again and again and again and again until you win. Because you know what's going to happen? You're finally going to get some respect and go, holy fuck, man. This guy ain't fucking around. I'm bigger. I'm stronger. I'm more talented. I'm a champion. You're not going to beat me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess not. So I'm going to go. That's it. Time to make the donuts. No, I'm not working today. I'm in freaking quarantine uh, voluntarily. So I'll tell you, find out what's going on. So thanks for listening to me. I'm jumping in all the pod bean. Let's see the pod bean. What's going on, guys? Hello. Oh, thank you. Look at all these people. I'm bored. What others? Let's see. What other cast am I on? I don't know. Spotify and pretty much all the platforms except YouTube, apparently. So I don't really care. Uh, that's that. Good morning. Good morning, little J. Little J? Is that little J? J? What is it? Little JJ? Good morning. <laughs> okay. Jill? Little Jill. My eyes, you know what? I. The fonts, like I've said before in this chat room, is just a little too small for me. <laughs> so it's like reading a prescription bottle. It's like, what the fuck does that say? Okay. Are, are you the one I uh, suggested that book to you? It's okay that you're not okay, Jill? Is that Jill? G I L L. I think it is. Oh, okay. I've been thinking about you out of concern. Did did you read did you read it? I don't want to sound like an asshole. Did you read it? You're welcome. She says thank you. I hope it helped you. That book is is off the charts. Oh, you've not read it yet. Okay. Well, you know what? All in time. All in time. It's not a race. I've I've taken a year or two to get through some books because they're just so uh, revealing, I guess. I don't know. It's only so much you can take. Okay. Well, like I said, the audio is off the charts. I have and did have the book, and I gave it to people that were in the situation. And uh, But I listened to it. I listened to it, and I have it on my Kindle, actually but I've gave it physically to people that um, were going through that. And one I gave it to, and we don't talk anymore because she was just such a fucking mess. It's just like it was best to leave her alone. Um, but uh, that's a great book. It's a great book. Uh, yesterday I had a horrible day. I'm sorry. Crybaby day. Of course you, of course you are. Well, like you're doing, do it a little bit at a time, you know, because it's very, um, grieving is just, <laughs> oh my God, it, 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 there's no rules, there's no time, 
And you never recover from that deep of a loss. You just keep moving forward. And uh, according to the woman that wrote the book, which was her profession, all the self-help, not self-help, but the professional help in the way you help people deal with this type of loss is wrong. That's her book. That's her, not me. And I'm not going to argue with her. Some horrible, horrible advice. And then people, people don't know how to deal with grief. And then people around you don't know how to deal with you when you're grieving. And it's fucking horrible. Some very heartfelt, nice things that even was said to me. And then some mean shit. I'll just get over it. <laughs> just get just get over losing my best friend, my family, my business, everything you possibly could have. Just get over it. <laughs> Fuck. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, man. Oh my god, that is about one of the worst things you can say to somebody. Oh, well, that, okay, so she says, he was trying to tell me something, and so I go over and over it, all trying to figure out what he was trying to say. You're just going to drive yourself crazy, my dear. <laughs> you are. You, um... You're trying to figure it out, and you're not going to. I'm just going just to tell you that right now. You're not going to, because what you're doing, and I'm not a psychologist, this is my experience in self-analytical process, you're trying to figure out what you did or didn't do, because you're blaming yourself, and you have to stop that. None of this is your fault, so quit trying to blame yourself for something that had absolutely nothing to do with you. It's not your fault. So I'm going to tell you right now, I had to learn that people telling me, Tim, dad, you didn't do anything. You're too hard on yourself. Quit blaming yourself. And I still didn't listen. And then just recently, maybe in the past one to two years, I did. I'm not, I'm not going to be ridden with guilt anymore or what I should have done or where, what I could have done or what I did do or what I didn't do or whatever. It is what it is, man. I mean, it's, it is as simple as that. It is what it is. And there's nothing that you could have done or I could have done to change what happened. There's just some things that are out of our control. And that's very easy to say, but that's the truth. Yeah, you well, because you're going crazy. <laughs> Can't tell my head to shut up. Yeah, because all right, because you you lost the love of your I'm sorry, sweetheart. You lost the love of your life, you know, in unannounced and unexpected, and bam. I mean, that's I listened to uh that woman that got shot, Alex Jones had her uh her um husband, Ashley Babbitt, came on and talked to Alex Jones. 
and the guy is just destroyed. He lost the love of his life, second marriage, said I would never get married again, and she went into that capital and they shot her, and she's dead. I mean, how is any of that his fault? But I'm sure he just feels horrible about it when he should. But there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you can do what happened to you. There's nothing that I can do that happened to me. Well, if I would have just did this, or if I would have just did that, or whatever, it, 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 it's not going to change the outcome. It's like a, you get in a really bad accident, and you're in the hospital, and you're like, I shouldn't have took that road. Really? Oh, I shouldn't have drove that car. I shouldn't have got on my motorcycle. Come on. All you're doing is, is driving yourself crazy. Don't do that. I mean, you need to do it to get through it, but it's going to be the same. God, there's so many movies about this stuff. Well, like time travel or like, and I don't know if you like, uh, is it end game or infinity wars? I think it's end game. With the Avengers and Robert Downey Jr. All that they go in there fucking with time travel to change the outcome of something. And, once you start doing that, you make things probably worse than they were in the beginning. I mean, you, you just, you need to accept it for what it is. You didn't do a goddamn thing. Sorry, Lord. And quit blaming yourself. There's nothing you could have done to change what happened. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Except not be in the situation. You could have chosen willfully not to be in a, in a relationship. Then it wouldn't have happened because you wouldn't have cared. But that's not that's not the right. I mean, to be honest, that's the only way. You should have said no. Shouldn't fall in love. Shouldn't have got married. That's the only way that this would have changed. But that's not that's not reality. Oh, see, okay. Oh, that's sad. So I know where you're going at. Yeah, well, sounds like quite possibly he was over-medicated. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. Um, I, I'm, you know, I don't know what to say to you, except I'm sorry, and then I'm here. I mean, that's, in the book, that's it. I mean, that that's only any anything can say to you, anybody can say to you. The rest of it will just be damaging. But please read that book. Please read that book. I don't care if you're bawling your eyes out and you can't even see the pages. Please read that book. And uh, you got to get on your journey of healing. Please do. Well, you're welcome. Of course, this is, see, this is, God, I don't want to make it about what it's going to sound like, but this, this is the true essence of the show. We need to help each other. I mean, Jill, sorry, forgive me, please, but, oh, just get over, get over it, Jill, and you're a racist. What in the flying fuck does that have to do with me losing my love of my life? 
you know, and then you let these feelings out and you talk and oh, you're weak. What's wrong with you? Fuck them. Really? That's the answer. Dismissive, apathetic thinking. Really? Hmm. You have a problem, my dear. Just like I did and do to a point. I'm still not over all my loss. I think it's impossible. But I'm getting better and stronger. You have to be a survivor. You have to be a warrior. You are experiencing two worst things a human being can experience, probably three. A loss of a significant other, a divorce, or losing a child. Some people don't make it. I mean, you, you can't, you can't, you can't let it get the best of you. You, I'm going to tell you this, I'm going to end it. You are responsible for your happiness. Nobody else. I'm sure you shared wonderful times with another person, but there lies in the essence of the word you shared. Other people don't make you happy. Other situations don't make you happy. You make you happy by your choices. You're going to have to decide, my dear, to be happy. And overcome this. But it's going to take time. It's going to take time. I don't know how much time. It's been five and a half, six years for me. And I would be a liar if I came on here and said, everything's fine. I'm perfectly fine and healed. I am happy. Don't get me wrong. I am happy. I haven't been this happy in a long time. But I am nowhere near being healed 100%. I don't think it's possible. But that book, when I was trying to find answers, besides professional health, I looked up books and books. And I have hundreds of books in my Kindle. I haven't read all of them. But things that, like Outwitting the Devil, by Napoleon Hill. Oh my God. That book saved my life. That book saved my life. No ifs, ands, or buts. Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. <laughs> Fuck it. Just what an eye opener. And there's a few more too, but I, I don't want to make it about me. But I mean, the one that. Dealing with loss is loss regardless of what the loss is. In that book, it's okay that you're not okay. It, what it's telling you is that it's okay you're feeling this way. But you cannot stay here. If it takes you a year, five years, 20 years, the rest of your life, as long, as long as you keep progressing and just become stronger and heal, then you'll be fine. It, that's what it's about. It's about being strong. But you can be strong by being weak, by being vulnerable. And just be completely honest. And quit blaming yourself. You're, you're normal. It, you're okay. That's the whole title of the book. It's okay that you're not okay. 
you're you're not experiencing anything nobody else has and it's actually quite sweet in my opinion because you're looking for fault for you to take the whole blame and i don't know what happened only you knows what only only you know what happened but quit blaming yourself just quit blaming yourself and pray about it and try to talk to him about it. You know, I mean, that's all I can really tell you. I mean, ask for forgiveness and I'm sorry that I didn't do more. I felt like I should have done more. You know, I mean, come on. Do you really think that that person is up in heaven? Well, you should have done, unless she's a crazy fucking bitch and a horrible mother or whatever, and even a dad for that matter. Yeah. This was all your fault. You should have done this and you should have done that. Come on. Really? I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, when and, and, and this is a horrible analogy, but it's the point. I've had to put down a lot of animals because it was time. And when I did that, I don't think... My dog, Sabrina, who the only thing I had through my entire divorce I got, she was a great, oh my God, destroyed me. But when I put her down, I don't think she's up there in heaven going, well, why did you euthanize me? Well, because you had shoulder cancer and you're going to die anyway and you're in pain. You know, And you should have done this and you should have bought me a better ball and you should have gave me better food and you should have took me out for more walks and played fetch more. No, that's all mental fuckery. So... That, that's and that's not what she's doing as an entity. She's a piece. And I spent every second I could with that fucking dog, including putting her fat ass in my truck to take her to work every day. So, but I'm not going to sit here. Well, I should have done this. I should have done that. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? You're just destroying yourself, Joe. Don't do that. Not your fault. And anybody that tells you it is, get some new friends. <laughs> so let me tell you. So, all right, I'm going to go. I am going to go. I hope that helps. Thank you for taking the time to talk and giving your advice. I, I don't know if it's my advice because I have no, I'm not trying to give advice. I'm sharing my story. So I, I'm just sh- saying what I did and the materials and things to help me so this is all up to you about didn't you see what i said about the book no what did you say let me go back Uh, have you heard of the book telling yourself the truth no by william backus no i haven't but i'll look into that it's another one i will uh, um, yeah, that's it. I don't, I mean, just this here's what the show, but did you see what I said about the book? I don't know. What did you say? I don't see anything you said about the book. What did you say? Cause I don't see it. Okay. Do it's an awesome book. Okay. I will. I just suggested it. Yeah, no, I see that. I I got it. I got it. All right. Thank you. I will.
So, all right. Wow. What a, what a pretty intense fucking show. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, uh, again, in my defense, I'm not giving advice. I'm sharing. I don't know how many people have ever been through self-help groups or, uh, AA or CA or whatever, but you talk about yourself. I'm going to end it on this. I promise. And you can't, you go around sharing like it shows on TV shows or movies and you go around sharing your story and situations about you. You can't comment on somebody else or say, Oh, you're really fucked up. Oh my God. I can't believe that. I mean, Jesus, no, you don't say that you have to talk about yourself. And then if somebody shares a situation that you've been through, then you can share your experience or situation. So you have some type of, uh, resonation with them some type of commonality because when you say that then people go oh wow i mean i'm not the only one that's been through this shit but when you talk about yourself people perceive it as narcissism and anybody that's gone through a 12-step program uh, and even counselors would say it's a selfish program. It's a selfish program. It's about you. And it has to be. But I'm not giving advice. I'm talking about what I've been through and how I got to where I'm at from a very shitty place. What I did may not work for you, but I don't like seeing people in pain. I don't like people seeing people suffer because I know how that feels and nobody knows how that feels unless you've gone through it. So that's where I'm coming from. You might read that book and go, this was a big waste of fucking time. I doubt it, but I, you know, it's your journey. You got to figure it out. I've been on this journey and actually your journey picks you, but I'm not going to get into that. And how I've gotten to where I am, I have no idea where I'm going, but I, I know where I've been. And to get where I'm at now, I will share how I did that. And if it helps anybody to put them on a path of recovery, healing, happiness, all the above, that's great. I did my job. And that's what this show's all about. So this is to make you think that's it but don't get in don't get into that circular repetitive crap jill and blame it's my fault it's my fault it's my fault it's not your fault i'm just telling you it's not your fault so and that's the end of that so are you keep giving me gifts what the fuck are you giving me no thank you you don't need to give me nothing i don't give a shit I mean, I don't want to sound disrespectful. I don't read that book. That'd be the best gift you can give me. Just read that book. Get through that book. It might take a year. I don't care. Get through the book. I've had shit. I mean, what is that? A little teacup? Coffee cup? Is there some Jack Daniels in here? No, I'm just kidding. I know you're kidding. I know. So am I. See, that's good. Gotta laugh. Gotta, gotta put some humor and sarcasm into stuff or forget it. It's just way too serious. Um, but yeah, the best thing that 
would make me happy is you reading that book. That's it. So that's it. And then share that so other people. That's the whole thing. Pass it on. Horrible. I don't even want to tell you. I got I said I would shut up. I went through anxiety and I had no idea what it was when I was going through all my crap. I thought it was a bunch of horrors. People tell me, I have anxiety. No, you're just weak-minded and don't know how to handle your shit. Yeah, that, that was me. I'm like, you're fucking crazy. I never understood anxiety because I thought it was a bunch of horseshit. I was wrong. Do, do I have anxiety now? Well, no, because I came up with the system that let it fester and manifest and take over my thinking. I just don't. I just don't do it no more. But it's real. It's fucking real. Trust me. And if I can help somebody identifying it's the biggest problem and then not getting all flustered and freaked out and, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because I have 50 fucking problems I got to take care of at once and I can't. And then all your thinking process goes out the window. And all I do is take it one at a time, do what I can, task-oriented, next, next, next. And that's how I deal with it. So. Miss America. Oh, my God, really? Are you going to give us world peace? I'm just kidding. That's a joke. I'm a smart ass. Miss America. Wow. I like that title. That's really cool. Hmm. Huh. Red, white, and blue. Do I take calls? Yeah, I do, actually. Why would you like to call in? Really? Are you going to yell at me? As long as you don't call me a racist and a woman hater and all this other crap, which I don't care if you do. It's a misperception, trust me, but you're not? Okay. It makes a better show if you do, though. I'm just letting you know. Hang on a minute. I didn't open up the phone line because I've been sitting here squawking. Yeah, let me open up the um the phone line here if my computer would work. <sighs> yeah, you're just gonna have to be patient here, which. When it comes to this crap, I don't have a lot. I'll just be perfectly. I just bought this computer like in December, January, and I'm just so. That. It's not performing. The way it should be. Okay, here we go. It's loading. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. And like I said, I got all brand new freaking fiber optic magic crap. So it is not an internet connection. Okay. It still hasn't loaded the, the uh, interface. It's trying. 
his turn. I love conversations, actually, especially with women and for not the reasons people think. Oh, yeah, sure you do. Yeah, well, women are very pragmatic and very um, abstract. Of course, when unless they lose their mind, I probably should shut up. But when they lose their mind or they just, I mean, they're scorned. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to kill time and it won't load. I will get it to work. Hang on a minute. I'm not giving up. I don't want you thinking. I don't want to talk. I do. Okay, there we go again. Oh, good Lord. Come on. Okay, all right, there it is. Finally. Okay. So it's 815-290-0912. I don't know if you can remember that, and I'm not trying to be a jerk the day when you remembered phone numbers let me put it up there again it's 815-290-0912 so there you go i mean i really don't want to get out of this program because i can't if i don't have it open i can't take a phone call yeah you can call in i just saw that yeah you can call in. 815 290-0912. Now, I might miss your call. 815. Well, then just call back. Sure doesn't... Oh, my God. Okay, so there's a number. All right, there you go. So calling. Eight, because otherwise I'm going to end the show. 815-290-0912. I got it open. I'm waiting. And uh, all eyes are on you. <laughs> so go ahead and call in. I love talking to people. I just wish more people would call in. But they don't. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, actually. Because I'm the same way. I'm much more comfortable doing my own show than calling into one. <laughs> Believe that or not. Kind of counterintuitive. You know, I don't know. I've never tried the call-in thing here. That's a good question. Doesn't she just hit the call button? I don't know. Allow call-in. I don't know. You can try that because I have it. There you go. Invite. So I have to invite you. Do that again. Oh, hang on a minute. I've never done this before. Forgive me. We've sent your invite. So now I just sent you an invite. I've never done this. So let's see, let's see what happens. Uh, in, I got to do invite again. In, yeah, invite. There you go. I sent you an invite again. Uh, there you go. I just like the old-fashioned way. F fucking phone. Yeah, but whatever. Whoa. How about Oh, hello, sir. How are you? <laughs> right. Wow, that's cool. So you just accepted my invite, and yes, then sir. now we're talking. You don't have to call me, sir. I'm don't. I mean, I appreciate that, but like I told my kids and their friends when they were little, don't call me Mister Parsons. Call me Tim. You don't have to call okay. me. Sir. You don't have to call me, sir. I don't mean any disrespect. You just, you just 
don't have to do that, but I appreciate it. Oh, thanks. Well, you know, um, I was just in another stream with some gentlemen, and um, you know, it was my first time, and and um, I was calling them Mister and Sir, and they were from Australia, and one was from Egypt, and they kept telling me that they absolutely loved how very, you know, um, proper and formal and well mannered I was, and they very much loved me calling them Sir and Mister. So that was very pleasant, actually. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and how are you this this fine day, Mister the Original Red Pill? <laughs> I'm doing as best as I can. I'm fighting a cold and uh, quarantine myself just to be on the safe side, and I feel like shit. But oh, I'm doing. Unfortunate. Other than that, I'm fine though. Thank you. Oh, well, God bless you, and I hope you make a speedy recovery, Mr. Um, Mr. Red Pill. I mean, Red Pill. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a hard one to cut this habit of being so um, polite with people. As you, far you, as like yeah, you, you can. If that's who you are, then you be you. But I'm just saying, you don't have to do yes. it. You do whatever you feel comfortable with. Oh, thank you. You're such a gentleman. <laughs> well, I'm very glad to be here in your stream. I very much am. It's... Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Sure. So what, what inspired you to call uh, call in or talk or whatever? Yeah, so, so what inspired me to call in was just uh, the name, the original Red Pill. <laughs> oh. So, well, I guess he's probably a very uh, conservative man, right? And um, so that's initially all that attracted me here is just the name in itself, you know? And um, I may have seen you around Quite possibly in other people's streams. I'm not for sure, though. Um, there's another gentleman by the name of Red Pill, I believe. And um, he joins people's streams, and he always talks and hops in the call. So, um, yeah. It's initially what attracted me here. And um, do you have a radio station, or do you just do podcasting streams, or what exactly? Oh, no. I'm just I'm dumb enough to do this on my own. It's a hobby. And oh. I am part of Freedom Revolution Network, which you can go to YouTube, and I am part of that. We have Facebook. So I am a, um, I don't know, what do you, I don't even know what you call this, like a personality on uh, the original Red Pill Show on Freedom Revolution Network, which there's a bunch of like-minded people of us yes, to, to just, just get people to try to wake up and think for themselves. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all, that's all it's about. Yes, and that's awesome. I love that, and that's something I'm so very passionate and uh, about. So I'm very glad to meet someone like yourself. And I'm gonna check out your YouTube channel right now, and uh, so I can, you know, get notifications and see what kind of content you guys, you gentlemen, post. Oh, I guess it's just solo, just you, isn't it? So well, it's it's me piggybacked on top of Freedom Revolution Network and all of that because I, I'm trying to get myself out as much as I can. Good, awesome, yeah, you gotta get yourself out there. Correct. Um, so I, I want to get myself out there too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want to be the, uh, the Miss America, the, the spokes girl for all the conservative ladies out there to represent them. Ooh. And uh, yeah, to have some good leadership for women, you know, for, for women to, a woman to lead other women, right? And, and I, you know, I always believe in very old school, very old traditional. So I believe in men leading men and women leading women and being setting an example for the conservative women. 
so that's what I want to do. And yeah. <laughs> is that is is that uh, why your title's Miss America? Yes, sir. Actually, it is. Yes. Because, you know, I was told by a lot of gentlemen that there's not a lot of passionate women out there who are so driven and outspoken. And um, I was asked by a lot of the gentlemen on here, would you please, you know, be my co-host? I'd love to have you. And um, let's work together so we can get this going. Um, so it will draw more women into, you know, emboldening them to be outspoken. So um, I was the example set to draw them in, kind of like the, the hook and the fish kind of ordeal, mm -hmm. you know. Get them hooked, get them attracted, get them, you know, just encouraging and supportive. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I was invited by the gentleman to be co-host so I could uh, get that started. <laughs> that your choice of words are very interesting because that that in my opinion attraction is the key to get people gravitating towards you instead of promotion yes if, if that makes any sense oh it does it does it you know really mr red pill it's not it doesn't have anything to do with me i just want other people other women to be outspoken and encourage and support them you know what i mean so that they can lead and set examples for other women to do the same and um you know because that the thing is with politics right a lot of men which is wonderful and great and i absolutely support men's leadership i very much do you know, um, I don't think there's enough leadership, um, you know, and, and unfortunately in society, there's not enough male leadership. I would love to see more men being bold and, and brave and also like our forefathers, you know, mm -hmm. the ones who wrote the U.S. Constitution. We need men who are brave and not going to back down, but stand their ground as men and lead our country. Because without men, that is why our world is falling apart, as you know. It's because we need that, and um, you know, I can't, I can't stress that enough about how much um, leadership we need from from gentlemen. We need them to take that and uh, go with it because, um, you know, I really do believe that's why society is so screwed up the way it is. Is because we don't have enough men, you know, being the leaders we so desperately need them to be. If that makes sense. So are you saying that we don't have enough men that are not being men? Yes, very much so. Yeah, because the conditioning of trying to feminize men and trying to demasculate men and with the feminist agenda, which is, you know, totally hates men, bashes men, ridicules men, um, all the men haters. Yeah, because of that, it's taught men to hate themselves. And I'm all about supporting and encouraging men and building them up and telling them how much we as women need them and we depend on them to be leaders. So I'm, I'm all about supporting men, and I absolutely love my gentlemen. Um, I, <laughs> I very much do. So, yes, I'm, I'm supporting men, and um, it's all for a good cause, you know? Well, I'm, I'm very impressed. Because, well, let me ask you this then. So is it, is it important for a man to be in the role of a family as a provider and protector and guidance and pretty much um, be a... a or chivalry and be be a um an example to make sure that his family is taken care of and from that point because i don't think you can be a leader without being a father and a husband and a provider and protector because if you can't do it for your own family how are you going to do it 
uh, in the public realm or for other people. Correct. Correct. So, so, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> you said it so perfectly. You said it. I couldn't have said any better. Yes. Um, that it, you know, what I consider a man, you know what I mean? A man in a family is having structure. He's, you know, he's a leader. He's the he's dependable he's successful he's strong he never backs down you know what i mean he's um confident within himself he leads his family his wife and children in the right path um, you know that's what i consider a real man and he's very strong you know he's mentally physically strong you know too bad to, you know today guys are so like I said um very feminized it's quite um repulsive for a lady like me who is a straight heterosexual female who very much loves men but i've i find it quite detestable that there's so many feminized men it's very uh, it's a huge um huge off it's very off-putting it's um it's um just very unattractive and um it's a huge turnoff, you know, seeing all these feminine men because it's like, well, if I wanted to be with a woman, I would be with a woman, but I don't want to be with a man who acts anything like a woman. And uh, I don't find that attractive whatsoever. I like super manly men who are full of the, you know, confidence, you know, they radiate confidence. They don't, they don't shy away. They don't run away. Um, they can face their enemies head on. Um, you know, that's the kind of like, think about wartime, right? We've been having war for how many years, you know, just think about all the, the men that went to war and they lost their lives to protect our nation, to protect, um, you know, everything we stand for, uh, freedom, protect their wives and children, protect their land, just their livelihoods. I and mean, that's the kind of men we need. Ones who aren't afraid to face their enemies. That's a problem. There's too much like, um, a lot of fearful people, and uh, you can't be fearful anymore. Not not anymore. You have to be bold now. You have to be outspoken because if not, it's either us or them, and they're destroying our country. And Miss America, myself, I'm tired and sick of seeing this happening. Um, you know what I mean? It's terrible to see what's going on everywhere. So. <laughs> when, when you 